Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. This episode is brought to you by the SPT Navigation System. We're here to help you navigate through your PT school journey, whether it's your first time or your second lap around, and get you through debt-free. As PT students, this is what we would have wanted to help us navigate PT school, and so we've created all of this for you. We give you the tools and resources that school does not give you in order to get into the right mindset for school success, adjusting to the heavy workload of PT school, studying smarter, managing your stress and your time, making connections, and other tools you need in order to become a debt-free SPT. Click the link in the description to join the upcoming class. We want to welcome you to another episode of Gratitude, and for today, we are going to be talking about the what-ifs and the unknowns of COVID-19 because there are a lot of uh, what if my clinicals don't happen or get pushed? What if I can't graduate on time? And so there's just a lot of uncertainty and uh, we want to talk about it. But before we begin, Sarah, let's recap on your week. Mm, this week, this has been my week of a break. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's right. A round of applause for all of those who are listening to this on Sunday. I don't know why you're not here live on Friday as we're recording this in the Student Physical Therapist Network Facebook group, but you can come see it live. And so see our round of applause and awkward hand gestures and facial expressions. Um, <laughs> so this was my first break week since winter break. Okay. Besides spring break, I should count spring break, but like it has been a while <laughs> and it's also the last break between full didactic semesters ever. <laughs> Gabby's face is priceless. <laughs> you guys, this is the last didactic semester for both Gabby and myself this summer of 2020. <laughs> How is this possible? <laughs> Guys, we're blown away because looking back recently, we went all the way back to the beginning when we first started the podcast and just all the beginnings, but we were first years. We were just newbies and we didn't know what we were doing. And still right now, there are still things we um, are learning, but we're, we're third years. We are entering our last didactic semester and I just had that realization yesterday as I was uh, talking with one of my mentors and uh, I was like, I only have seven weeks of didactic. That's it. So not even a full semester. And then it's clinicals from there. So it's been a journey to say the least. And yeah, this week off, I know many of you can relate. And I, I did a whole post about this on Instagram. If you missed it, go check it out about like the productivity guilt. And I know many of you are feeling that right now. And it's kind of um, exacerbated because of COVID-19 and this pandemic. And we're all like at home and we feel like we should be doing more. Like we always feel like we should be doing, 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 doing. And with a break, it's, it's tough to go from 100 to zero. 
and just take a breath now. Like if you're on a break from class, breathe, <laughs> enjoy it. I know I really struggle enjoying it. And I know Gabby and I both do this. I don't know if you guys on live, Anna or Jackie or Cassidy, thank you for coming on. Um, if you guys have felt like productivity guilt before, like study guilt, same concept, the concept that you feel like you constantly be constantly have to be doing things in order to be fulfilled. That is hundred percent relevant right now. And you know, you look forward to your, we just want to touch on this real quick because you look forward to your breaks. You're like, oh, you know, cause you're going, going, going during the semester, especially in person where you're commuting, you're in class, it's long hours in the day and you're just waiting and you're like, have a countdown. You're like, you know, one week left until break until I can completely relax, binge Netflix, sleep in, like do all the things. And then now what we're finding is it's like, you know, we've been home for so long, but there's more to do, or you feel like there's more to do. And although classes may not start for another week or two weeks, it's like, I need to get this done. Like, I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I'm guilty of it. I was trying to get things done before classes start next week, but just having that productivity guilt of, I, I, I feel bad if I don't take a break and just take some, take a half day, like do some work in the morning or the afternoon, whenever you do that best and then take a half day. Like that's really what Sarah and I have been, um, really like telling each other, like, you know, do what we need to do and then take half the day off to just relax, like be with family, be with friends. And so far, uh, that has been great for us. Yeah. And that was my week. So Gabby, yeah. what about you? What were you up to this week? Let's see. So this week I actually went to, um, I was able to visit two of my best friends because one is graduating pharmacy school. Shout out to Linda. And, uh, it was really nice to just, uh, to just be able to see them and we were safe. Like we were all good. Um, we were protected, but, um, honestly, I, you guys, like I gave a hug to them and it's just the power of like physical connection was so needed. I just, <laughs> I just needed that. And I'm a person, I love face-to-face in-person conversations. Um, but just actually seeing people in person, you don't realize how much you miss it. And I, I know that really helped me this week, but this was my last full week of, or it is going to be my last full week of break and then start class on Monday when we're recording this on Sunday. So for those of you listening in the future, we are in May of 2020. So <laughs> what, I mean, it's like such a withdrawal that we're all going through of lack of human connection physically, like in person right now. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to when we can kind of hang out again. And Gabby and I are used to seeing each other in May. We saw each other uh, for the second time last May. Oh my God. For the second time ever, I met you in real life in May of last year. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't, it didn't hit me till just now, but we normally go to SSPT live, which is now called SSHC live, which is an amazing event hosted by Greg Todd. Peep the shirt today. If you guys are not on live, I don't know what you're doing with your lives, but <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's what we're used to is seeing everybody down there and just getting the energy from 
each other. And, um, it's amazing. Like it's <laughs> Gabby, what would you say is your favorite time of year? Even considering holidays, what is your favorite? <laughs> SSHC, SSPT weekend is my favorite time of year. I love Christmas. That is a very close, like, first second. second. <laughs> but honestly, just going and seeing um, so many people, reconnecting with them because we interact with them online. But like I said, the physical human connection is just great. And it's the best weekend of the year. And that's why... Like it usually falls um, for us with our programs. It usually falls uh, one week after. So we go through our first week of class and then that weekend with Memorial Day, we're off on Monday. So we go down to Florida and this would have been our uh, second and third times going. So it's, it's a little tough, but we will have an epic virtual event the same weekend. So if you guys are not there, you should be. There's going to be amazing speakers. We won't give anything away, but we'll put the link below. Yeah. You guys can check it out. It's next weekend. If you're listening right now on Sunday, it's this Saturday, not tomorrow for those of you on live. It's not the 16th. It's next week. It's the 20. Oh God. Let me look at the calendar. (laughs) Is it 23rd? Mm -hmm. Yes. But, uh, With all those things going on, we also wanted to really talk about the unknowns right now. And for many of you, uh, let's let's say you're an incoming first year student and you are going to be online for your first semester. You're already told by your program and you're like, okay, I'm going to have orientation online. I can't meet my classmates in person yet. However, you will be able to meet them, but it, it can be um, you know, frustrating because you've worked so hard up to this point and you're like, I'm ready to, you know, go off to PT school, even if you're, um, if you're not living at home or, uh, moving away from the place that you grew up, like you just want to, you want to start that. And it's hard to think, you know, how is my education going to change if it is after this? So, we just want to tell you, we know it's, it's tough and especially going through anatomy online. Um, but there are so many students who are able to help you and give you a hand and advice, uh, for those who have online, um, you know, education and immersion labs where they're in person uh, a few times a year, but just wanted to start on that. Yeah. And for those of you on here live, thank you for coming on Katie. Um, how many of you are first years slash about to start PT school. Because if you are, please put down below, like even if you're not, put down where you are at in your PT school journey because everybody is going through a slightly different time in this pandemic with their schooling right now. And so all of you about to start PT school, you're not having orientation in person. You're not having that face-to-face with your professors. You're not getting to meet your classmates for the first time. You're not going to start PT school in person. And I know that's so scary for many of you because many of you applied to a a traditional program because you like that in-person connection. You like going and, you know, sitting in class. You don't like doing things in your room online by yourself or seemingly alone, quote unquote, we're not really, but we just want you to know that um, we're here 
And there's so many other people here for you right now. If you simply reach out and you are only as alone as you choose to be. And I will repeat that like every week while we are here in isolation, um, because it's just something that you all need to really absorb and like internalize that you are only as alone as you choose to be. And if you choose to sit at home by yourself, watching pre-recorded lectures, never talk to your classmates, never reach out to your professors, never reach out to any of these awesome PTs or SVTs on the internet. I don't know. And then you get upset that you're feeling alone. Like, I just don't know how to help you other than say, reach out. Like you are only as alone as you choose to be. So true. And for everyone going through clinicals and your, oh, that's another thing, clinical rotations, because we've talked to so many of you and your clinical may be delayed. So you are starting later than normal. If you're starting, if you're supposed to start this month and you're not going to start until let's say July um, or even later than that, there are those of you who have their uh, rotation completely canceled and your program's still deciding when to uh, put that in, like, where is it going to go? Are you going to be in a condensed semester? And is graduation going to be delayed? Because it's like, you know, how, how are you supposed to have these requirements, especially if you need them for CAPD included in that, uh, I guess, 28 week um, timeline. And then for those of you who are about to go on, who are like, still have your clinicals scheduled and you are ready to go, but you know, your clinic's open. You just don't know until you get there of what precautions they're taking, how patients are responding. And you most likely will have in-person and telehealth. So then trying to figure out, okay, tell the telehealth platforms and how you communicate with your patients. So all of that is super important, but there are just a lot of like, what if this happens? What if my CI is what if my CI and I don't get along? And like, what if so many things can happen? And we just want to know, like, we don't have all the answers, but you know, the best thing to do is like we said, reach out to um, your faculty to, and they'll, they'll give you updates. They're giving you all the updates they can. Um, but it is hard to just be waiting and thinking like, we don't know what the future holds. We can only focus on right now. And I know that's something we all need to hear. It's like, we, we have to focus on the present time and not look in the future and see, you know, am I going to be pulled out of my clinical? Is there going to be another wave? Like who knows? So I just want to make that, uh, make that point as well. Nobody knows. I know we all want an answer right now, but there isn't one. And that's hard to accept because I know for me, at least my program, um, so far the updates have been. The summer is online. We've been, no, we've known that. So our summer is all going to be online. I'm a second year ish. <laughs> like I consider myself a second year still uh, finishing up didactic, didactic work before my final like long-term clinicals that were supposed to start at the end of August. And I was supposed to be moving down to Florida in July um, to prepare for my long-term clinicals down there. So that's not happening right now, obviously. So what is happening is 
for now, they have a, you know, tentative schedule and the tentative schedule looks like this in order to make up all the MSK labs, in order to make up all of the neuromuscular labs, in order to make up the cardio palm and the integumentary and all of those things that you need to be in person for like mobilizations and all of that stuff. Clearly, like you've got to meet those requirements. And many of you are in the same boat. Like, how are we making up the MSK labs and all of that? And they've moved it to start in the fall for now. And it's six weeks of condensed labs. So like Monday through Friday, we have pretty much several hours of labs every day for six weeks straight. And then it ends right before fall break. And then we would supposedly be going out to our long-term clinicals, which have been cut short, which is okay. Cause we have the extra clinical week. So we would still make it um, if this is the way, if this is the path that ends up going, which it may not. Um, but for now it's set up like that. Everyone would move, they'd have a weekend to move wherever their clinical will still accept them. Um, and uh, then we, we start from there and have a seven week uh, clinical instead of 15. And then our last one will be still be 15 weeks starting in January. Yeah, so a lot going on and a lot of the situations is not what you expected. Like Sarah, you didn't expect to have a six week condensed lab where it's, it's going to be long hours and getting your practicals and comps in and just everything all condensed into, and these are multiple <laughs> classes. And this is not just one class. This is no. how many classes <laughs> there's. So how it's going to look, there's going to probably be a couple practicals every week for six weeks. Um, and I think it's four or five classes of labs that we are making up. And I know I'm not the only one in this boat. If you guys are on live, Kristen or Katrina or Brooke or Casey, thank you for coming on. If you guys are on live and you're like, oh man, I have to make up labs too. Like I'm, I feel you look guys, we're all in the same boat together. And it's not just PT students. I want to point this out. There's grad programs across the nation, across the world right now, trying to figure out things that would normally take them years to decide on. Hospitals and schools have to decide in days. And I know it's extremely frustrating as a student because we don't have control over that, but it's so much more complex than your professors trying to decide. You know, they have to decide based on what the state decides, based on how, you know, the pandemic is going. And it's just this kind of um, like domino effect, especially if your clinic might not even be open. Maybe the hospitals don't want to take you because it may be a liability and um, it's just, we have to take it one day at a time and understand this is so much more complex than um, what you guys may be feeling. Oh, the complexity of it all is, is real. And, and even with um, taking the board exam, I know, you know, with, with those of you who are done with school and you're just waiting to take the July boards and figuring out like, you know, is this going to happen? Is it not? And it's just, it's such a, it's such an, an interesting uh, time for all of us, but we want to say we, you know, we are here for you. I know all of you 2020 grads, it's been uh, a heck of a roller coaster. Like, I mean, legit so much is going on, but um, we just want to say kudos to you. You have worked so freaking hard for this and you deserve a graduation. You deserve to pass the NPTE and being a physical therapist. So, oh, it just makes me um, like, I, we feel for you guys. 
congratulations class of 2020 (laughs) you guys made it okay even though it may have felt like a complete shit show and maybe it was it's okay because you're here okay i just want to point that out big round of applause to all of you all of you on live like can you give a round of applause no that's on clap your hand clap emoji (laughs) yeah play a little clapping emoji like congrats to class of 2020 because you guys are amazing you are so resilient you are so much more adaptable and you can do way more than you think you can especially like this pandemic is proof of that right depending on how you are reacting to it is kind of um foreshadowing of how you are going to do um, when the jobs do come back that you're looking for, or you can open your clinic finally, or, you know, you can do the thing you've been working so hard for years to be able to do. And we want you guys to be able to celebrate soon enough. I hope you all had an amazing home celebration. Hope you had something like live with all your classmates and got to celebrate together. Exactly. And we are so excited for all of you and we, you know, we're in this together. We will go through it together. We'll see how, um, you know, each day plays out because it's always changing and uh, different things are always going into place. But we just wanted to let you know, although there is a lot of uncertainty, you do have a community and we want you guys to know that and just keep going. And it's okay if you have days where you just don't feel like doing anything, like take those breaks, but then get back up and, you know, get everything that you need to do and just go from there and be, be the S the best SPT um, coming out of this. Like, what are you going to be remembered for in this pandemic? Mm. Oh, can we talk about something real quick, Gabby? Can we talk yes. about the housing problem? Because we've got a lot of questions oh, from students yeah, about that. Yeah, let's definitely talk about the housing problem. Okay. So how many of you on live cannot live on campus anymore? Not that you were necessarily even living in the dorms per se, but um, I know for my school, at least there are like grad housing sections uh, near campus that we can no longer be living in. And um I know because the programs are kind of moving around, right? So just to use myself as an example, um, and many other students right now, your leases, you've planned them based on when your program was going to stop, based on when you were not going to be in class anymore, right? So my lease was supposed to be up in July, and it is up in July, but that means I don't have somewhere to live for those practical weeks. And I have something figured out, but like... uh, it's not easy. And I, we feel for you guys right now. Um, Gabby, what about your, your housing situation too? Yeah. So right now I'm kind of in this limbo because I don't know where my clinical in July is going to be. It could be here where I am right now at my parents' house, or I could be in high point and my lease doesn't end until August. So right now, um, actually, what programs are doing and definitely look in to see if your state does this, but they provide at least for clinical, these are for clinical rotations. Um, They provide housing for students. Like if you are going to a different area and it's different from your original like rotation location. So look into that. But right now, a lot of students have to break their lease just because like, or find and just, you know, go um, crash on someone else's couch especially if your classmates (laughs) live uh, close by and they have an extra guest room. But 
it's just, it's a lot. And hopefully like there is a way because your, your professors know, like everyone's going to come back to campus and you were originally supposed to be on rotation. So where is everybody going to live? Um, so hopefully there is a game plan in place. Like if your university can happen to like have a few um, rooms open for grad students, I would think that they would be able to hopefully plan for that. But um, yeah, with, with housing, it's, it's definitely a stressful situation. Yeah, it's ever changing, right? And so the the professors know that, the directors know that, everyone knows you had a plan. You had a plan to your for your lease to end when you didn't have to go back to class and now you have to go make up the practicals. And they understand that, okay, all of these students uh, can't live here right now. They, their lease is up and we've got to figure out a way for them to come back because many of them are across the country, right? And so it's a challenge and they know it and they're trying to find a solution for you guys. And it's a, it's an ever moving target for them too. It just like it is for us. And it's just like this ever moving target for everybody. So, um, yeah, just wanted to touch on that a little bit because we've got some questions from students about that. Like, what do I do if I had this housing for my clinical, but like I was supposed to be on a lake at this Airbnb for a month, but now, um, I'm at a different site because that clinic is actually closed. They're not open. It was outpatient and they don't have people coming in right now. So lots of things happening. You're not the only ones. And if you have, um, practicals, it was so funny, Gabby, do you want to talk about this morning at coffee? <laughs> Kevin, we're telling your story. I hope you're yes. uh, okay with that. <laughs> okay. So all of you know, Kevin, he was recently, uh, on the podcast and, we were having our coffee session this morning, uh, which you guys should join next time. But this, we've never heard this before, and it is so funny. So he was telling us for his program, they are still going through virtual practicals and doing literally everything they can to get the equipment. So uh, shout out to Kevin's professor because he took the initiative to get all of the um, ultrasound ESTEM machines, you know, those towers, the towers, the towers. The little like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the towers with like four drawers where you can store everything. So he went ahead and he was meeting people to deliver it to them, to their houses. So some students went to this professor's house. They had a little orientation on how to use the device. And then they, they brought it back with them. And so some of them are like, going to classmates' houses and doing it together, but we saw it. One of his classmates was bringing it through the door, and it was just so interesting, but it's, it's a situation, like, it's a funny thing you just have to laugh at, but just imagine, like, your professor going back to your school, gathering all of these, like, the towers, and then putting them in your car somehow, and delivering them to students so they can still take their virtual practical with the machines and not have to, you know, have an incomplete for their modalities class. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. It's just so, so shout out funny to, <laughs> to see him this morning. We're like half awake. It's like 7 a.m. And um, he just comes through the door with like a huge stem tower and of course they're being safe in all of this guys okay don't go like talking to kevin like oh my god this you yeah okay 
<laughs> um, but it's just so funny. And I know that that's not the only program doing that. I know we're getting mailed some like gloves or some small things to do, you know, integumentary. Um, so if you guys are getting, getting, uh, any stuff to do practicals at home, we'd love to hear it because I think it's really interesting right now. Everyone's trying to figure out how do we do this? Are we doing virtual labs? Are we having, uh, clinicals online? I know we're doing, you know, our first years are having their first two week clinical virtually. Um, and I know a lot of other programs are too. So it was so funny this morning. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so thanks Kevin for sharing that story. And um, let us know if your program is doing anything for virtual practicals. We want to hear it. Any bringing any equipment or uh, home deliveries <laughs> safe, but still, it's actually pretty great. And we thank you guys so much. And if there's a topic you want us to talk about, let us know and we'll talk about it in our weekly episode. But we will see you all here next week and have a great uh, week for those listening on um, Sunday. And for all of you listening on live, hope you have a great weekend and we'll talk soon. Bye guys. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast or really anyone physio memes got your back with apparel drinkware and home decor and if you go to physiomemes.com you can get a 20 percent off coupon with the code gratitude spelled g-r-a-d-i-t-u-d-e-2020 and don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh as always make life humorous <laughs>